0: Welcome back, everyone, to the latest and the greatest of the Blue Brother Sports Cast. Real talk, real fans. We are bringing you Michigan football each and every week, and this week we have something special in store for you. I'm Caleb. With me, as always, is Craig. We're the Blue Brother Sports Cast, and the larger umbrella that we are underneath, we call it the Blue Network. And uh, we get to do something special this week with bringing you the Mega Cast. Craig, you ready to do this?
1: Yeah, Mega Mega Cast, man. This is cool. It's like adding like it's just you and I and man, we're adding three more people into this next. This is cool. We don't
0: know we don't know what's gonna happen. You guys gotta stay tuned. Yeah, it's gonna be great. We've got uh great people with great insight in our network. Uh, always love working with them and everything. It's like Mecha Godzilla and Godzilla combining them <laughs> into one giant monster and that's what this episode is gonna be. It's like mecha cast. Yes. <laughs> so uh we're, we're not really gonna do a whole lot with an intro this is gonna i mean uh we've got a lot to talk about with these guys and we'll do introductions yeah. with everybody so appreciate you tuning in we know you guys are gonna really appreciate and enjoy yeah, i love it you so, guys
1: are really gonna love it just stay tuned listen
0: you know, it's coming right up All right. Well, it is here. It is Mega Cast Week with the Blue Network. We have an exciting episode here for everybody. Uh, we are. We've had two people on episodes we've had three people on episodes we have had four people on episodes but now we've got five so we've got the blue network together uh, i myself caleb and then of course craig with the blue brother sportscast but then the other blue network uh you guys often well know rashawn michigan man ray with the blueprint is here with us say hey Rashawn. what's up what's up Always good to have him on board. And then if you watch uh, watch his show or listen to his uh, radio as well, then you will probably recognize this name. Also with Zeke, his co-host, uh, he gets on there as well. Say hey, Zeke.
2: It's your boy, Zeke. What's
3: up? Go blue.
0: <laughs> All right. And then uh, rounding things out, our... Uh, cohort with the blue network he works with us on social media he's in our facebook group he's on there with twitter if you uh follow things that we talk about in our conversations you've probably seen him around uh but we also have trey on the phone with us say hey trey
4: hey what's going on guys
0: all right, yeah, this is awesome. I've been looking forward to this. This is going to be a great discussion, getting a lot of stuff going on here. Uh, actually, to mention, a little side note, uh, happy birthday, Zeke. Uh, I had to throw that in there for you.
2: Appreciate that, appreciate yeah. that. Uh, happy you know, birthday, it's, always, uh, it's always nice. I appreciate that, boys. Go blue.
0: Yeah, We'll have
2: to uh, celebrate uh, game one and uh, meet out and celebrate a little happy birthday the right way.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah absolutely
1: get on that that golf course right
0: yeah have have some good time with that for sure and get the blue network all together so uh it's great collaborating like this and everything so uh moving on we'll actually go ahead and do a general discussion here on just some of the things that we've seen during the off season mostly maybe here during the summer but building up and talking about probably the two main subjects that everybody is uh kind of getting into and um has a lot of questions about and some information just actually came out recently about one of these topics we'll discuss freshmen and maybe their involvement in the 2016 season what we uh, predict and think is going to happen with some of the names there but we also want to cover the conversation of the uh, ever-looming question surrounding the quarterback so um actually if uh trey if you want to touch and maybe give us a few thoughts on uh maybe some freshmen that you're really liking and thinking will hit the field pretty early this year
4: i think uh my number one freshman I'm looking out for is uh colleague hudson I think uh he's he's big man and he's he's fast I think he can pretty much do it all so I see him doing the most uh, of course with Rashawn. um but, yeah, that's my two that I really have my eyes on right now.
0: Yeah, for sure. And Rashawn almost – I mean, Rashawn goes almost without even saying uh, because of his dominance and the great things that have come out that people have been saying about him. So – um Craig, then, uh, I know that this is more your front than mine. Uh, Through the years, I haven't always been as on top of uh, recruiting. That's a new field for me. Uh, But, Craig, that's kind of your passion. What are some of your thoughts moving into the 2016 season for these freshmen?
1: Um, I think there are going to be a couple uh, freshmen that are probably going to be starting and uh, maybe a couple moving around at times. Obviously, Rashawn Gary will be in there. Uh, I think he'll make impact. Um, but my main guy, I think, and uh, uh, Kalik was a great uh, pick by Trey. Uh, that was my second one. I think he's going to be a stud because um, he's absolutely great player, amazing talent. But my, my main one, I think I'm going to pick uh, Ben Bredesen. Uh Obviously, he has a left tackle. The guy's a monster. Um, we stole him away from Wisconsin. Um, And he chose Michigan, and I think he's just going to be a beast. I mean, the guy is massive. He's exactly what we need at that tackle position. And I think he's going to make a huge, huge impact and uh, watch out. He reminds me of older players of the players of Michigan um, past where, you know, use power, and he has that. And I just can't wait to see him.
0: Yeah, for sure. And that is one place where if you can uh steal some players from, that is definitely the offensive and defensive line of Wisconsin. Yeah. They've got the big boy football going out there. So Zeke, your thoughts on these freshmen, uh some awesome names being dropped here. Any more uh names that you wanna lay on us for this?
2: Well I, I'm I'm pretty bold uh pretty pretty bold on this class. Um I've said in the past that this is Harbaugh's most talented uh class that he's ever ever recruited, um, whether it's at Stanford or, you know, we don't know the results, but just in terms of talent, in terms of rating, you know, this is the highest rated, most talented class uh, that he's ever had his hands on. And I have up to eight freshmen uh, in the two deep. Um, I have, I have guys, you know, I have Khalid Hudson as our number one safety prospect right now. Um, I love Delano and the experience and, and, uh, and Thomas, but they don't have the same tools this kid has um david long i like him in the two deep he's going to play a lot of football this kid is fluid he's long he has ball skills he was a receiver Mm -hmm. i mean he has he has the total package um the linebacking core you're going to have bush is going to play a lot he's going to be in the two deep ball say may play a lot because he's i mean who's backing up gideon i mean so you know out of necessity and out of talent you know the linebackers you know, they're going to have there's going to be some freshmen playing at that linebacker position. And then you go to the line and obviously you have Rashawn. So, you know, just on the defensive side, I, there's five freshmen in the in the two deep. And then on the offensive line, I mean, Mike, big Mike is I mean, those guards that we have right now, you know, they there's there's competition going on. And I think the fact that we move Bredesen out to left tackle tells you yep. that he's probably more talented than the Newsom at this point. Um, and maybe they go newsome at right tackle, but I don't think I think right now that Bredesen's one of the best five offensive linemen on the team. So if you know we we know our coach, that's how he looks at it. And he's after a couple games, you could probably see him uh, plugged in at, at one of those positions, either right or left tackle uh, on that line. So um, obviously receivers and tight ends, we have veterans there that will do the job. And then at running back, I think I think Ty Isaacs is is going to He's really gonna surprise you. So I don't. I don't think the freshmen are gonna really cut into that running back spot because there's just we're just so deep there. But um, but I think defensively and on that offensive line, um, be ready to see a lot of 2016 kids.
0: Yeah, and that speaks to depth, which is something awesome to have. That's something that you need when you want to compete at the highest level now in college, and that's something that you're seeing be built up already at Michigan which is great and uh, you brought up the linebackers which I knew that was going to come up along the line somewhere Uh, struggled last year and so freshmen are going to need to fill that gap but uh, yeah we're getting depth and uh, depth is always something necessary moving forward and so uh, Rashawn uh, your thoughts to be added to this conversation Uh, great players great names uh, and I know that you've always got great insight can you share some thoughts with us
3: yeah, I just think um, I want to go on record and say I believe that the freshman would be the reason we'll be in a college uh, football playoff, you know, added to the depth and the talent that we have on this team. But um, you guys had a great list. I like everyone that you named, but I like Eddie McDoom and Chris Evans mm-hmm. as my sleepers to um, really help get us over the hump this year. Um, I see Chris Evans playing slot. I can see him playing some running back. I could see, you know, some packages with him and Peppers where they can get uh, creative on offense. And um, I just believe that um, this defense will end up being one of the number one defenses in the country, if not number one, when it's all said and done because, um, like uh, Zeke was saying, uh, this class is one of the most talented that Harbaugh had, but this defense is one of the most talented that Don Brown has had. And um, he's he's had the number one defense with with less talent so I'm just really excited to see the packages that he could put out there with guys like uh, Peppers and Kalik Hudson and, you know, the speed that Michigan um, has on this team. Now, you know, Jordan Lewis is going to be a special uh, player this year. So I'm really excited about that. But um, I'll see, like Zeke said, about eight, maybe more freshmen playing um, this year. And I just think they're going to uh, be a reason that we have such a special season.
0: Yeah, for sure. And actually kind of going back real quick uh... – Zeke brought up the running backs, and uh, this was a thought that I wanted to make sure to mention because Craig and I have talked about this. What's going to be great is, uh, yeah, you're probably not going to see them start uh, much, the freshman running backs, unless uh, maybe Smith has to step out a game kind of like they did last year. But the great thing for Michigan is that we almost have our own preseason this year where we have uh unusual setup for the first games where – I'm not going to use the word cupcake, but it's an easier schedule. So if we do jump out the, to that lead, you're going to see a lot of those um, third players and fourth players in the jump chart to be able to give them some experience. So that will be something to watch too moving forward. So then uh, definitely need to talk about the key position of the quarterback. And a lot of people saying that it limits Michigan uh, with a – With not having named a quarterback, or maybe not a quarterback with a lot of experience, we know that uh, O'Korn is the transfer and everything. But something I want to mention before we even get this conversation started is that we need to remember, uh, and uh, we just definitely talked about with Rashawn, defense is key. Defense wins championships, and we have seen what teams have been able to do without having that strong quarterback. I mean, you've seen what, Mm -hmm. we've seen Alabama pull through and win championships without a star quarterback so for the people who are being very reserved with the fact that we don't have an experienced quarterback that that's not a factor especially with how good we think our defense is going to be looking this year but uh my uh my first thought and i'll just put a short thing in here because i don't want to get caught up in my conversation with it because i want to hear your guys thoughts but i will go off the bat and just say my thought with the starting quarterback what I've seen, what I've heard, obviously it's not like I'm at the practice or anything, but I'm going to put my prediction in and like buzz it in and say that Spate is going to be the starting quarterback that we're going to see against Hawaii. So uh, I'm going to pass things off to Craig here to uh, share his thoughts on the quarterback.
1: Yeah, I I kind of agree with you there, um, but I think um, the two are going to push each other pretty Pretty much. I don't think you're going to see Spate in the first four games play throughout the the whole game. I just don't. I think you're going to see a corn in there too um, and seeing what he can do. And that's the key. These games, these first four games, we got to be up big in order to see that, to get the other players in there to play and get some experience. And uh, obviously, Hoke didn't do a very good job of doing that. So that really limited us as far as getting uh, players to get. The maximum uh performance out of him, um, but I do see spate I think spate's got um, uh, i think the reason why is not only is he's been in the program a little bit longer and he knows obviously Harbaugh a little bit more, but the very fact is the guy stands about what six foot seven six foot eight, and he's gonna look he's gonna be looking way over the linebackers and um the defense. So I see him starting. Uh, Acorn's a got the bigger arm. He's got the—I think he's much more talented. He's you know, obviously a better passer. But um, as far as running the show and managing it the best and not making the big mistakes, I see Spate doing that. But you never know with Harbaugh, man. You make mistakes and you're just not cutting it. He'll will say, hey, look, I got a well-oiled backup that's going to go in there last year we didn't we had Rudolph, who didn't have we didn't really have a backup when he went down we were like oh boy now who's up you know we knew spate was in there but we didn't know where what we were going to expect so uh i'm very very happy that we have two guys that are duking it out for the spot and man don't take it away from jim harbaugh i, I i'm loving this this is great i'd rather have two great Guys, then one, and then the second one is 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 skeptical,
0: yeah, for sure, well, uh you just said it, you know, I mean it's not all about the uh long arm and being able to throw the deep ball. We saw that with Rudock; he was able to build up with that, but uh game management very key uh limit the turnovers and uh characteristics and things like that, so uh Zeke, I think I can kind of speak for everybody that we've got uh. Our faith in Harbaugh being the uh, quarterback guru, like uh, Craig always says, what are your thoughts at the quarterback position?
2: I was just going to tell you, it's like asking Warren Buffett, can he run a lemonade stand? I mean, <laughs> Har- Harbaugh, was, I mean, are you kidding me? I mean, the length, the, the coaches, I mean, I'm sorry, the quarterbacks that this guy is has taken from, I mean, we know Rudock was about to, he was signing up for, for, for med school, about to get into the to, to the surgeon world. Mm -hmm. And now he's actually considered making the team in Detroit. I mean, it's unbelievable (laughs) what this guy can do coaching that position. Mm -hmm. Um, So that being said, I think Harbaugh feels that he can take, you know, I think he likes the guy with the most talent. You know what I mean? Because, you know, it was obviously in the San Francisco, you had a situation where Alex Smith was, he was guiding the ship just fine. And then he put Kaepernick in there because he's a big you know just a bigger arm guy it's faster more mobile and and he mm-hmm. felt like he could take them you know the the overall um ceiling was was bigger or was 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 higher with uh you know with Kaepernick and, and you know I've seen him do that with Josh I think it was Josh Jackson back in San Diego State when he was coaching there before so I know he, you know he's the guy that that used to run and scramble around and you know he you know, when he's coaching this game, it's like us playing Madden. I mean, he's he's just thinking that he's, you know, if if I'm playing quarterback, I want a guy with wheels. You know, that's just how – that's just what I think he'll go with in the long run. And I think that he likes the idea right now that they have to – that they're battling so, you know, so hard for this position right now that there isn't a clear-cut guy just yet. Um, so I think he likes that. I think he handicapped Hoekhorn uh, a little bit in the spring game by giving him – you know, Shane Morris as his number one target. <laughs> I mean, he, he didn't have the wide receivers in there for more than I think yeah. two, two downs in the first series. So he didn't really give him a great, you know, tight end. Um, I don't think he had, I think he had, I think he did well with his tight end. I just, I think it was Zach Gentry may have gotten a, a ball or two, but um, he didn't really give him much to work with. So, and, and again, I just think Harbaugh just, his mind just works like that. And I think O'Corn will end up uh, being the guy. And and I think he'll be able to move the sticks with his arm and his feet and and that's uh that's that, I think that's great.
0: Yeah, all right. a uh, lot of insight there with uh mm-hmm. your thoughts on the quarterback. Appreciate that. Uh Rashawn, can you give us your feedback? Who could
3: possibly have it better than us? No. No, nobody I, mean, <laughs> I say we got two quarterbacks and um, I believe it's gonna be one A and one B starting out um I said it in the spring that I was going with Spade, and I'm going to still stick with him. But I also see uh, O'Corn playing, and that's the reason that they're practicing the spread, because he's going to run the spread. And then uh, Coach Harbaugh, being the genius coach that he is, you know, he's going to make teams prepare for two quarterbacks.
1: So um, I could see both of them playing. Yep. Are you, I'm sorry, Cale, I'm going to bounce off that. Rashawn, do you see it kind of similar to the way Alabama ran it, where um, They had their quarterback when they won the championship. They had two quarterbacks running at the beginning. They had one guy who's a better arm and the more of the pro-style pocket passer versus the other guy, and they were kind of feeding off each other that we didn't even know. Bama didn't even have a starting quarterback. Is you see that similar to them? Yes, I see um, Harbaugh and uh, Fish and Drev. No, they cooking up something, I
3: mean. Yep. You know. Uh, it leaked out, you know, they in the submarine, but it leaked out that they've been practicing the spread a lot. So I believe that's that's where they're going to go, mm-hmm. um, you know, implementing some different packages. You know, they had the talent to get so creative. I mean, it's like pick your poison. You know, you're yeah. hearing the reports about Chris uh, Evans, his speed. So just imagine, you know, you throwing him and Peppers on offense and for some different packages and O'Korn running some option. I mean, it's just crazy. I mean, I'm excited about Michigan. You put
2: Peppers and Evans in a spread with Chesson and Darbo on the outside, that's just scary.
1: (laughs) It's scary, exactly.
0: And then throw Lewis in there just to make the whole thing crazy and people lose their minds.
1: And Morris,
0: man. Morris at receiver.
3: It's like a gumbo pot, you know, just throw it all out there. Hey, they got to kick the boys.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, I don't want to uh, miss out on uh, Trey's thoughts on this. Trey, what are you thinking at the quarterback position?
4: Uh, I think either way with either of them we'll be all right and uh like Rashawn said I think they could probably do both um I don't know if they're trying to do both or I never did you guys see if they're trying to do both or are they really trying to pick just one for the season yeah
2: I will say this this is Zeke and I'll say that um that I did see Drevno a report from Drevno um from his interview maybe in today that they're gonna go with one guy and that's that's kind of hardball you know he's he, he's never been a guy to kind of play two guys, really. He kind of goes with one guy and sticks with him even when people were rumbling about you know the first couple games at Rudolphch last year, and he told everybody it's not even close so i think right. um i think I think maybe the first game he'll like both because of the score, maybe even the first two games his score will dictate yeah. that he gets to see both guys, but I think he'll settle on a guy pretty quickly
4: yeah right.
2: yeah,
0: yeah. The, the guy that I think uh I think will be spade. Yeah, so we've got a lot of uh, thought and support with Spate. Uh, I I want to even go far enough, and I know Craig touched on it briefly there, uh, so not to overlook it. Um, yeah, we're looking at maybe some instances of using two quarterbacks, but the thing that people are overlooking is that it's almost going to be four quarterbacks because, uh, it kind of got thrown in the middle of that conversation. You'll be going between a corn and spay and maybe it will be between the pro and the spread. Maybe one will do one and the other will have the duty of, uh, running the other offense, but then, peppers will be in there they'll be the wildcat you know that you'll see that at some point but then also who's to say that morris at wide receiver doesn't move behind the ball and take something shotgun just to throw a curveball in there there's so many weapons and i i'm just excited i'm not worried about it Uh, some people get worried and worked up about it if it wasn't harbaugh and i've said this plenty of times before if it was a different coach other than harbaugh i'd probably maybe be second guessing or maybe a little bit worried but as we always say he is the quarterback guru so i think good's gonna come out of it no matter what
1: yeah i mean look at kaepernick how's he doing it the niners
0: yeah without harbaugh there he's uh i think
1: he's like second string
0: (laughs) Behind. i mean
2: it's guys it's ridiculous rich cannon won one nfl mvp guess who his quarterback coach was harbaugh (laughs) uh that guy ryan Lindley from san diego state couldn't yep. get a cup of coffee if it wasn't for Harbaugh. He gets to the NFLs in a playoff game. He can't complete a pass. Yep. But Harbaugh gets him there, and then you give him some talent. Then it's the number one overall pick, and it's a generational player, Andrew Luck. So the guy is absolutely historic when it comes to quarterback. So is I mean, to worry is when you hear stuff from our rivals. Who's going to be your quarterback? Is hilarious.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, Craig, yeah. I think Craig's favorite story is then I was talking about Jake Rudock because jake Rudock is uh in the n f l and i know that you had mentioned it earlier you know he was getting uh ready for medical school and now he's uh in the n f l probably gonna find his way on a team uh if it's not the lines because he's shown enough promise and uh you know that wouldn't have been the case if he had not landed under harbaugh's uh instruction yeah. for that one year
1: yeah this would be the the coaching uh i would say The best coaching I've ever seen in my lifetime and probably you will ever see ever to take a guy who is second string from Iowa to take him to where he is coming in not even full season at Michigan and having him have the season he did when he was kind of down on himself because he wasn't able to start at Iowa. And then to go to the Lions and actually probably beat Orlowski for the second string and then maybe overtake Stafford. If that happens, this would be the most historic coaching I've ever seen in my entire life. That would be amazing.
0: Yeah, for sure. And uh, to keep things moving along here, uh, probably a sh- shorter segment for this episode, what we'll talk about, um, since this is a season preview kind of going on here, I do want to get people's uh, quick thoughts on the Western Division and maybe how things are going to turn out on that side of the conference. Um if and uh, if you want to give your insight About uh, the teams or anything Or if you just want to give who you think the winner is going to be uh, Feel free to do that Rashawn, actually, if you uh, want to share Some thoughts on who we might Expect to take on the Western Division Championship for The Big Ten this year
3: I mean um, I like uh, Iowa again over there And uh, mm-hmm. We're going to smack them up We win in the Big Ten no, that's all I know. We win in the big ten. Uh, oh we're Iowa getting, should be pretty good.
0: Yeah, we're getting there, Rashawn. Don't get ahead of the game. We'll we'll be talking <laughs> about Michigan and in the east, so um don't don't get too far ahead of me here. But uh Zeke, do you have any thoughts about the Western Division?
2: First I think it'll be a lot more compelling than it's been. Um I think uh I think Lovey will get a boost. I don't know how much talent is in Illinois, but I think uh I think his scheme is pretty pretty easy to play and uh they they should have a pretty fair schedule. Um I think Wisconsin's going to just be in kind of a little bit of limbo land for a little bit just kind of figuring out what they're going to do going forward. So um I think they Nebraska will yeah, I think yeah. Nebraska probably will end up you know battling uh battling Iowa for uh you know for the championship on that side or for the west.
1: Yep. Yeah, and
0: like Rashawn
2: just said, uh, their schedule is brutal. Yeah, Wisconsin's, yeah. yeah. Um, Wisconsin uh, schedules is oh man, somebody just—I mean, <laughs> somebody just let unloaded on their schedule. <laughs> it's unbelievable.
0: Yeah, for sure. So, um, so who uh, did you? I may have missed it. Did you say who you thought the division winner was going to be? I know that Rashawn said Iowa. Did you give a specific I, winner?
2: I think it's going to be Nebraska.
0: Okay. Well, All right, Trey, uh, thoughts on the Western Division?
2: I'm going to go with Iowa.
0: Okay. They certainly ran away with it last year, and it was kind of an unexpected thing. So people will see uh, some of that coming this year. Craig, uh, your thoughts on the Western Division?
1: Oh, uh, boy. It's an good point. I mean, Rashawn chiming in saying Wisconsin's got a brutal schedule. They do. But uh, I have Wisconsin coming out of there. Uh, I think they're going to lose to LSU, I think they're going to lose to michigan state because they play them at home and, and at least lance is going to lose to us and then i actually have wisconsin winning um uh, beating Ohio State in wisconsin so um i think the, the two are they're going to battle each other out is going to be wisconsin and iowa so but i have wisconsin taking it so that, that'll be my pick
0: Okay. All right. A little different yeah. there. We've got two Iowa, we've got Nebraska and Wisconsin. Yeah. I, um, I'm going to embellish a little bit on this because while my front is not the recruiting side, uh, I've taken going Iowa. No, Hey, Hey, you know, <laughs> hold on. But, uh, but no, it's, uh, I'm more of a scheduled person looking at the games and the matchups and all that. Um, But, yeah, everybody sees that Iowa, Nebraska, and Wisconsin are usually the leaders and three teams to watch and everything. And, you know, I always kind of pull, especially with the West, that uh, somebody will pull out of nowhere. And I I will go ahead and mention probably the dark horse team to watch that could kind of come out of nowhere. And this is not me coming out and saying that they'll win the division, but somebody that you have to watch because of their schedule and they do have their quarterback returning. Everybody's got to watch out for Minnesota. They start off with Oregon State, so if they can uh, prove themselves against Oregon State, it could be interesting because they have a lot more favorable schedule. I mean, we just talked about how rough Wisconsin has it. Minnesota uh, does not have very difficult crossover games. They're avoiding Michigan, Michigan State, and Ohio State. So if they get things rolling, they could take it to everybody week in and week out and surprise some people. I I wanted to go, my leaning just looking at things was to go with Nebraska, but last year it was kind of such a mess. I mean, uh, when I went back and actually looked at it, they lost to Purdue and they had some other really just ugly losses. Um, It's tough for me to say that. Looking at Wisconsin, the biggest question mark with them, uh, obviously because they don't have Harbaugh, they have a new quarterback coming in so that's red flags for me uh i think that they'll be good and competitive but i just think for first year with the quarterback they're not going to be able to withstand that insane schedule that they have
1: yeah so uh, i'm gonna bounce piggyback off of what trey said too though caleb is um he said you know nebraska is a is a curious one because they are returning their quarterback and they did uh did great in their bowl game so that, yeah, that's one I haven't thought of,
0: so Yeah, that and that's the thing. The the bowl game win is the thing that's really like hooking me with them where it's yeah. just like, Man, they had that win, they had that good game, but I mean then that's the same team that lost to Purdue. So <laughs> sure. it it almost blows your mind. But I think just really with their favorable schedule and everything, I think it might land in Iowa's lap where they just make mm-hmm. it through. Um so I get. I mean, if I had to pick one, uh, I'm gonna say Iowa. But I definitely want to mention. Watch out for that dark horse, Minnesota. I mean, they played tough last year, and I think they realize that they've got a chance of maybe capitalizing on some teams' tough schedules and making things uh, shake up a little bit in the West there. So, watch yep. out for that.
2: Hey, remember Northwestern and those mighty mites beat Stanford yeah. last year too.
0: Oh yeah. yeah Yeah. for sure that's another that's a another team though that definitely has uh more of a difficult schedule because uh they have michigan state and ohio as crossover games both on the road because i like north i've told craig this all the time i like northwestern i mean i like what pat fitzgerald has done uh he's maybe a coach that i could uh kind of get along with and everything compared to some other in the conference uh but uh, and I'm always kind of rooting year in and year out that they might be able to do some in the West, but I don't know if this is the most favorable year for them. But they're they always do throw in some impressive wins there. So,
1: yeah, Minnesota and Northwestern's got similar schedules. Um, the very fact is the teams that they play, the tougher teams, they're all they have to go away to play them. Yeah. So Northwestern's got to go at Michigan State at Ohio. State. They got to go at uh, Minnesota at Purdue. They got to go at, it, it, same with uh, Minnesota. They got all their tough teams are away.
2: No, I was so. saying more fuel for my Nebraska pick, meaning that, you know, yeah. every school, every school, every, you know, they have that one weekend where they just play like just dog poop.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, yeah.
2: uh, and I think Nebraska with the quarterback returning, I think their yep. defense is really going to get another step up. You know, they played some young guys last year and, they got they're plugging some holes on their defensive line, but I mean they've been putting a lot of guys in the league in that first and second round in that front seven. And they're just you know, they just replenished pretty good. So Riley you know, he's not the best of coaches, but you know, he's not he's not awful either. And and sometimes he is kinda of lucky just to have that one that one kind of magical year. And uh I think they got a chance this year.
0: Yeah, well, I think it's, uh, I mean, as we always say, you know, defense wins championships, so probably the team with the best defense out there uh, will get the win for the division because I don't see a lot of offensive firepower over there, but we'll see how it pans out. So moving on to the longer discussion, the more in-depth discussion, because it pertains directly to the Michigan fan base, uh, the East Division the beasts of the east and we know the three big powerhouses that have nice. been running out there for the past few years michigan state ohio state michigan on the rise people are uh considering penn state because this is kind of a do or die year for them uh otherwise they're probably going through coaching change with franklin but uh we'll go ahead and get into thoughts with this uh and this is gonna I know this is gonna be broad and kinda go all over the place, so uh let's maybe try to start the conversation on just uh anticipation of the winner for the Eastern Division and maybe who might uh who might come in second and uh what might shake down there at the top. But uh Trey, if you wanna get conversation started for the Eastern Division, I'll hand it off to you.
4: Man, I think uh I think that we're Michigan's gonna take us. Uh I think second place is probably going to be a high shit. I think it's going to come down to the game and I think it's going to be crazy uh that game's going to mean more than anything and I think that's really what it's going to come down to
0: yep yeah it's uh it's done that in the past certainly for sure and this year leads to that possibility uh being a great game kind of like back with uh one and two back in 06 but uh uh, Craig, if you want to continue with some some thoughts with the Eastern Division,
1: oh man, yes, Michigan's gonna take it, baby. I mean, they are. I'm I'm feeling it. This is the team to do it, man. They got the defense, like you said. We have all the things clicking. We've got the running backs. We've got good receivers. We got Chesson. We got Darbo. We got Jake Butt, man. We got the offensive. One. We got the defense. We have got Jordan Lewis. We got Peppers. I mean, dang, if, if we don't do it now, we're, it's going to be tough to do it again. So, Or it'll take a while to get the players that Jim Harbaugh wants. But this would be the time to do it because you got Michigan State and Ohio State who both have lost big-time, impactful players for the NFL draft. And this is the time to do it. The only thing that's holding us back is Ohio has got that running quarterback And we have a tough time stopping running quarterbacks, but that's why Peppers is there to shadow him and stop him and lay some wood on that guy. So I think Michigan's going to take it. And then I got Ohio and Michigan State. I got Michigan State and Penn State around the same area. So, yeah. So Michigan, Ohio and then Michigan
0: State. All right, man, you got pretty excited about that. Got a little heated, All
1: right, man. It's the time to do it.
0: <laughs> All right, well, uh, Zeke, can you uh, give us some of your thoughts on how you think things are going to turn down for the East?
2: Best division in college football, I'll say yep. it. All right. I'll go ahead. And, I'll go ahead and put that out there now. Uh, the coaching is, is it's top notch, man. It's uh it's a it's a battle every week. Except Rutgers. I mean, talk about Rutgers for a second. Sorry, guys. I mean, not to derail the derailed show. Aww. But can you imagine? I mean, this yeah. is like this is like you're 18 years old and you come home from college. And, you know, your brother's like eight. You know, I mean, he's like a gnat. He's like eight years old and he's got a pube. And he wants to come up to you and, and start talking to you while you're trying to watch the ball game, drink a beer. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous what's going on in New Jersey right now. Oh, I digress. I'll get back in. I'll say this. <laughs> Michigan is definitely the most talented team. I think I think we're the probably in a long time um the bigger and stronger team uh defensively because there's so many young guys in Ohio State and and uh and there's some young guys in, in Michigan State as well. So I think we're the more mature, you know, stronger, bigger, stronger team and uh and, and that stuff's gonna show because those are some knockdown, drag out ball games. And I think physically, regardless of where the game is, we will wear both of those teams down at the end and, yeah. uh, and, and finish the job this year. So I got Michigan
3: winning the East. Because we whooping them. We whooping Ohio <laughs> and we whooping little brother. We whooping them. Our physicality, we whooping them. I'm in agreement, Zeke. We whooping you them save, this year. Save the best for last, man.
0: Oh yeah, I knew I. I didn't even have to hand it off to him. He jumped right on. Man,
3: we whooping them, man. Ah, uh, hey, we whooping them. We owe them that little miracle play they got at the end. We whooping yeah. them.
0: Well, uh, please don't stop, man, Rashad. We always yeah, uh, going, appreciate man. your insights. So uh, keep going. Share some more thoughts about the East, and uh, I know your love for this year, man. You got it.
3: I mean, hey, look, everybody, you know. We got the three horse, three horse race: Ohio, little brother, and Michigan. You know, so uh, you know from top to bottom, I just think Michigan has more talent. You know, and the physicality—we so physical. And I believe these freshmen gonna make the difference. And uh, I just see us, you know, payback. You know, they got a chip; we got a chip on our shoulder, and uh, we just we just gotta whoop them, man. Ain't ain't nothing else to talk about. We whooping them. They they can say what they want. We whooping them. Both of them. All of them. Michigan winning the Big Ten, winning the East, and let's go get this ship. This Natty.
1: Yep.
0: That's right. Yeah. Bring One the heat. Boot on their neck, man. And I can't wait
1: to play Ruckus. Ruckus?
0: You're yeah. <laughs> talking about Ruckus?
1: You think you, <laughs> I put it this way. You think either gonna put? You think uh, Harbaugh would put Rashawn Gary in there a little bit more than... The whole game. You think he'll have him play a lot more <laughs> during that game? Because I think Rashawn Gary is pretty excited to play them.
0: Oh man! One thing,
2: one thing about sorry about that. One thing about Harbaugh, you, you, you know, he's kind of like Mark Cuban in the in the fact that you know they think like us. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And 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 they would do what we would do. <laughs> you know when he when yeah. he responds back and Twitter and. I mean, you find yourself saying, man, I would have said the same thing or or say, man, I wish I would have thought of that.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> you, you... He's,
2: uh, so he hasn't forgotten anything from those camps this summer, whatever that little prank they they tried. I mean, this guy has a catalog from the end of last season all the way up till now, and he has not forgotten a detail. No, not one.
0: Oh, yeah, no, that's going to be a good game. And Rashawn told us on here uh, with our interview, you know, he's going to give 120%. I don't doubt that. And you know what I think part of that 20% is? This is what I would do if I was Harrah. If I went to New Jersey and I had one of their best players, the the best player out of their state from last year, I'd put him in an offense, have him run full and get a touchdown.
1: <laughs> totally.
3: Rock us, rock us.
0: <laughs> exactly Rutgers with with a big question mark well uh before we uh divulge too far I do uh I am going to back it up I'm going to say you know I I feel like this is the year for Michigan uh it sets up rather nicely the schedule and uh the changes that went on with some key teams in the east division uh I think they got it uh you know I I try to keep things uh I, I want to be realistic in my expectations I don't I don't want to Lose myself and everything, and so I guess actually what I'll do here, uh, in in that saying that is, we'll transition into just the more in depth with Michigan on what we think is going to happen for the season, maybe the key games, key moments, um, a bold prediction or anything like that. But I'm going to say, um, I I. I at the beginning of the season i was really reserved i mean there there are so many great things happening in michigan and i was just like oh they're they're gonna lose one game it looks like iowa i was might trip them up and everything they're gonna be focused focused on things in the future the defense has me believing i mean i believe don brown's here what we got going on defense Rashawn gary the tenacity uh harbaugh's enthusiasm what he's got going with the team i'm I don't want to just come across as a homer, but this just really—it's it, it it's difficult for me not to do this. But I'm gonna—I'm saying that they're gonna go and feed it. I'm—I'm—I'm mm-hmm. I'm, I'm lo- maybe I'm losing myself here, but I'll, i will I'll go. Yourself. You ain't losing
3: yourself. No, yourself by saying that, brother. You found <laughs> yourself. Don't don't apologize for
0: that. I'm just—it goes against my uh my I don't know analytical thinking or my realistic, you know have. Uh, the expectations and temper things but it's just like harbaugh has been able to do it now we have don brown and the team Uh, i'm i'm sold i'm I'm going with the undefeated uh call here um i guess we'll kind of work our way uh backwards from where we just went i know Rashawn, you just jumped in Rashawn, your thoughts on the entire season for michigan key game uh any potential losses things like that give us your thoughts
3: we whooping everybody, man. We opening up a can. I hear it cracking right now. Being a <laughs> can and whoop whoop, man. And uh I see us uh playing Alabama and whooping them too. Whoop whoop. I see Michigan winning. It. it ain't no just no home cooking. I mean, I just you just I just look what Harbaugh did last year with Brady Hawkes players and how far yeah. they came. Now these guys two years in the system with Harbaugh, he's great great at developing talent and then like Zeke said earlier he has one of the top the best class that he ever had with talent and I like I said in the beginning the freshman will be the difference and I see uh, us winning the national championship my thing is why not Michigan yeah
0: yep. very true good perspective on that that's for sure Zeke if you want tations for the year for Michigan
2: I think what it is is a Michigan fan's you know, especially us that just live and die with every snap. I think if we were to just take away what we saw with Brady and Richrod and just went on what this team is and who the coaching staff is, you say, Oh man, we're going undefeated. <laughs> I mean you would I mean it wouldn't even yeah. be you wouldn't even think twice about seeing it. But because we saw what we saw and we saw a lot of this same talent win five games and, and a lot of times give up at the end. That that's what's holding us back. But I'm with you. We're going. I mean, I'm. I don't see why we wouldn't win every game because the games that are in, in question are in jeopardy. There's so much incentive to beat those teams. There's. I mean, there's. There's no letdown on any of those. You know, any of those types of games. Maryland's not. And and now the Maryland's of the world. They're not talented enough to to play with us. And our coaching staff is far superior. So the only games that you could see us. You know, or or you would be nervous about picking us to win. You know, we just have too much incentive, and uh, you know yeah. the dogs come home eventually.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, truth, very much truth in that. So, uh, got you right there with that, uh, Trey. If you want to give us your thoughts as well on what you anticipate for uh, being in store for Michigan this year,
4: hey, man, you already know it's gonna be a national championship.
0: Yep. Just that we be down with Bama. That's all I You you want to take on Alabama?
1: Oh yeah,
0: (laughs) yeah for sure. That's uh, it's going to be interesting.
1: Love for Alabama.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, something I'll mention here, handing things off to Craig. You know, I mean, uh, the one thing that I don't have in doubt is that we're going to make uh, Feinbaum eat his own words. Yeah, you got that some of the right. things that he's been discussing. So uh, I'll yeah, poke that little right there and hand it over to Craig because I know that he's a big Feinbaum fan.
1: <laughs> yeah, that guy That guy needs me. Uh, needs Michigan, man. His ratings are tanking until he talks about Michigan and then they rise. So, yeah, Feinbaum, you need us, buddy. You just do. So, yeah, let's get to it. Um, Michigan, uh, this, let's put it this way. And... And I don't know if anybody's talking about this, but last year was the first year in the Michigan football in about 10 to 12 years, man, that we've had a pro-style quarterback in a throwing system. All the rest of the time, they have been kind of like in the um, the spread or any kind of like pistol or anything like that with uh, Denard or Devin, uh, Devin Gardner. And now we get RUDAC here with the pro-style, and we almost whip um, Michigan State with it. So now we got implementing this pro-style and then possibly a little bit of spread here and there. And those days are gone, and that's why I see us, Michigan, getting back to the root of pushing um, – strength uh pushing that line and wearing teams out and i see him wearing them out usually teams do really well in the first two quarters and then by the third quarter they're just whipped. and They're too tired. They can't keep up with the strength that we have and I just see us laying all over them and man, I'm telling you, I think Michigan's got that going on. I think we're just going to wear them out. I don't think we're going to be a team that's just going to start shooting for the big plays like uh, Devin Gardner and that team did. He was a great, he's a pretty good quarterback, but yet they were constantly trying to hit home runs, but this time we're going to hit base hits and that's just going to wear teams down. I think it's going to wear Michigan State down and I think it's going to wear Ohio State And this year, we got to beat Michigan State. I don't care what anybody says. We have to beat them this year, uh, and we have to beat them very well. And I see us uh, going undefeated, too. So I see us out for blood. I think we're pissed off, and I love it.
0: Yeah, that State game for me really isn't in question. I see that one as being a solid win for us. Uh, but yeah, there's a couple out there that I mean, you know, you always have to respect your opponent, and you never know what's going to happen. So there are a couple out there that are definitely key that we're going to have to watch. But just like you were saying, that depth, uh, and Rashan's been saying too, freshmen being the key. Uh, mm-hmm. We've been talking about this whole episode with third quarter and fourth quarter. Like you were saying, there are going to be some teams that are getting tired, and uh, we see the potential for Harbaugh and the team just to be using those. Uh, that depth chart to either get players in there frequently enough to be able to keep everybody fresh or even when you need to go to them in those later quarters that we're going to have enough talent to pull from that we're still going to be able to keep our level of dominance while the other team is wavering. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's going to be great to watch and great to see. So i tell um, you
2: something else that's really interesting guys that with all that being said is that the way that they're running the practices the way that they're running the camp with how they separated, you know, with two separate groups of kids, you know, based off their depth chart. Mm -hmm. And they they start them in a staggered way. So the coaches are actually out there, you know, almost six hours. And they're able to get less guys in groups, which gives them more reps. So they're actually working these guys two and three times more than – any other school in the country based off the way harbaugh has devised this practice and you know people reported on it but they don't really truly understand what an advantage he's created doing that
0: (laughs) yeah oh yeah oh yeah for sure for sure uh that is great information to share and to uh I mean, we're going on a while here, but to kind of wrap things up um before we kind of sign out and everything, I do want to see and make sure everybody has an opportunity to share some final thoughts, maybe any uh bold predictions for anything that might be going on this year. I know uh everybody's uh pretty uh sold on the undefeated season and everything, but going down the line um I'll go ahead and ask here. Uh, we'll go ahead uh, since you just finished see, to get your thoughts. Any uh, anything you want to share before ending here, or any bold predictions with things going on this uh, season? Uh, the SEC East is going to stink again.
2: The West <laughs> champion will be able to lose two games and still miraculously make it to the Final Four. The Big Eight, you know, Oklahoma. When you expect something from them, they crash. So. TCU is probably going to come out of there. Yep. And I think when it's all said and done, the Pac-10 is or Pac-12. You know, I think Stanford's going to be right there again in, the, in At the end, so um, you know, Michigan's going to be there. Bama's going to be there. Um, mm-hmm. If not LSU, you know, Bama's away. A way, uh, road schedule could trip them up. So, you know, they could be LSU this year. Here's the thing: it probably won't be Bama because we're going to win it. And then so so the Bammer fans in Feinbaum he'll eat Crow but he'll he'll hold off just enough and say, Well, you didn't beat Bama so that'll be the next year. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. That's probably how it's gonna end up. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, when it's convenient for them the SEC is one entity, but then when it's inconvenient for them, they'll go ahead and switch in and say, Well, you didn't beat really our best team who wasn't even there. It's a joke. Oh, exactly so dumb but uh, uh trade then uh your final thoughts and any uh bold predictions or thoughts on the uh, season coming up then Uh man
4: i think that we're going to do a pretty good job this year i think the coaches really work uh they're working really well with these guys um mm-hmm. i just think to land some of these big recruits man i think we need to get uh you know dpj and nico and, and i think we need to get these guys we need to flip leatherwood we need to flip Najee harris need these guys
1: man yeah yeah good points yeah
0: yeah key thoughts there for sure craig give us your final thoughts then here before we sign out
1: bold predictions i predict that tcu or baylor or one of them probably tcu is going to throw a kink into the playoff schedule again at the playoff four because they don't have a championship as always And it always ticks me off because I think they always deserve to be there, but that's their fault when they're not in there. Um, I also think that uh, Alabama will be there, and I think LSU will be there, but I think Alabama more so because LSU always has uh, the best defense, the best running back they have in the country, but yet they never have the best quarterback. Um, And uh, I just think uh, Michigan's going to do really wonderful things. I'm glad that we have – four or five games to test and get some players going and i have um i think uh ty isaac's gonna probably come out and do much better than we th- think he is gonna do than last year i think he's motivated i think he's gonna play like the guy he's supposed to play the five-star running back and i see i see guys that you know i think every, uh our rivals are gonna be teeing off on Chesson. and i think somebody else is gonna step up in there and and take over and do well uh and in, in in Chesson's place so I see those kind of predictions so
0: yeah well uh I will say that we did lose uh Rashawn so we're not going to be able to get his final thoughts here but uh I definitely do want to share a few things before we get out of here um you know what what about two SEC teams in the final four guys no. no I'm, ah. just, I'm just kidding. I had to bring that up. They say it every year. They say it every Cle- year. In Clemson
2: or Florida State will definitely be there. Here's yeah. the thing about Clemson, that, and I didn't bring them up, but
1: yep. Clemson,
2: man, yeah. I sure do like Don Brown uh, going up against them in the Final Four. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah I'd be comfortable with that too. But, yeah, I'll, um, my thoughts, though, with the Final Four and everything, um, if Alabama, I mean, it, it, I think – most everybody's thinking it's going to be between Alabama and LSU. It's kind of do-or-die season there for less miles. Um, I do think that the Big 12 is going to be left out. Stanford's a good pick out of uh, the Pac-12. Oregon's been faltering and other things going on out there. Possibly USC could be a surprise, though. Got to watch out for that. So I think it's going to be the SEC, Pac-12, Big 10, and then uh, the ACC. Clemson looks like a strong bet there. Don't yeah. count out Florida State, though. So, um yeah, it's uh it's looking like a uh, final four possibly for Michigan and looking forward to it. So, um great things to anticipate. I don't really have anything. Well, I guess maybe a bold thing maybe with the Big 10. A lot of I know that people were saying that they were getting high on uh, Iowa maybe going undefeated again, but uh I I don't see that happening and people are saying, "Well, maybe they'll lose one." I'm going to come straight out and say they're going to be losing two games easy that that might be my guarantee there but uh just not as big of an impact on the entire picture so uh well as we're signing out here uh big appreciation love the fact that we were able to get everybody on i know we kind of lost Rashawn there not sure what happened but um, he was able to give us most of his insight, which was good. If uh, if you guys want to let people know where they can connect with you on Twitter before we let you go, uh, Trey, if you want to go first, uh, give a little shout-out on the end, and then let us know how people can contact you. Oh, yeah, man, uh, you guys can uh, contact me on uh, my Twitter handle is at uh B-O-L-I-N-T-R-E. All right, and then uh, Zeke, uh, working with... Rashawn with uh, some of his shows, you'll hear him quite often. If you follow all of that stuff, uh, if you want to give a little uh, shout out before you go, and then also let us know where we can find you on Twitter.
2: Well, first I want to thank you guys for inviting us and having a song. This has been awesome. Um, just, just more anticipation for the season to start. <laughs> so yep. uh, we really appreciated being on with you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my Twitter handle handle is uh at h-a-l-l-0-9-h-a-s-s-o-n your boy zeke coming at y'all have a blessed day go blue
0: yeah and i will share then for Rashawn at least how you can get uh connected with him i'm sure that most of you are but if you aren't and you're interested he does the blueprint show you can find him on twitter at Rashawn reeves that's r-a-s-e-a-n R e e v e s, so uh, that. By the way, rough.
2: y'all, he said his phone froze up.
0: <laughs> ah. <laughs> well, I'm glad it was there at the end, but yeah, that's yeah. unfortunate. That stinks. But yeah, we got him in there. We got a shout out for him, and actually, uh, if just just for him, we'll go ahead. Uh, I'll cut things out here and just ask you guys, who's got it better than us? No,
2: nobody
0: that's right all right well that's it there folks the megacast with the blue network thanks for tuning in Okay, sweet. Well, that was it. That was the mega cast. I think probably the first of several. I don't know how often we're going to be doing it. Uh, all that's going to be entailing. I know that we lost Rashawn there, which was unfortunate, but he was able to stick with us for most of the time. Uh, we're going to probably keep this ending kind of short because uh, that this is a longer episode. Uh, I want to thank you guys for tuning in, uh, Craig. Uh, your thoughts on the mega cast?
1: Wow, that was a lot of fun, man. That was a lot of fun. That was cool to get everybody's insight. It's cool to get. The reason why is, I mean, these guys are, we, and, and if anybody knows me, Caleb, LaShawn, and I, we try to come up with the Blue Network, and we came up with something really cool that we wanted guys to join the network who have integrity, who really do it the right way, and just uh, know what they're doing. They They have good insight, and they love Michigan um and all the and those and those guys do and it's just a pleasure to have them on the show man they just they blew us blew me away i love the enthusiasm in their voice i know trey's a little bit on their weather a little bit so it was cool to have him on but wow man that was cool Yeah.
0: Yeah, that was great. And it's a little difficult because we've even had this situation with interviews where it's just like you have so many people talking, you're kind of almost being cautious and just making sure that you don't talk over someone else. But I think that went pretty smoothly. That was awesome. I'm sure that there will be some time that we all get together and are able to do recordings. So yeah um but before we cut everything off here if you do not uh know where you can find all of our information and different things like that we've got our website bluebrothersportscast.com and then uh you can always contact us if you have questions if you want to share your thoughts uh email contact us at bluebrothersportscast.com you can talk to us on twitter if you want we share some people's thoughts uh, we definitely didn't get to it this week because uh, so much going on. But uh, Twitter handles at Blue Bros underscore and our names. So that's at B L U E B R O S underscore Caleb or underscore Craig. You'll find us out there on Twitter. We're on there quite a bit. Um, and then you can comment on things on our website. You'll find what episodes on our website SoundCloud, iTunes. Uh, Every place like that, but also if you want to leave us voicemail, feel free. You can call 551-258-3276. Easy way to remember that, that's 551-BLUE-BRO. Yeah, that's it. Uh, we'll let you guys go. Uh, it's it's a longer one. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. We appreciate it. We appreciate the support and interest, everyone, and your participation. Uh, we look forward Michigan football. is getting closer. Don't forget, you can actually get a preview of Hawaii. Hawaii is playing uh, yeah. fri- this Friday night, 10 p.m. That's I believe that's Eastern time zone, if I saw the schedule correctly. But fr- uh, Hawaii is playing Cal in australia as uh kind of a kickoff to the season so we actually get to get a preview of the game or the team that we're going to play so if you're interested watch that and get a little insight of what's going on so yeah
1: don't forget to join the facebook group the michigan uh, yes Blue, blue network yeah everything michigan football uh join a closed group but we'll get you in we'll uh approve your getting in and um that'd be cool if you're a member of the group that'd be great we talk all things michigan i mean man that thing's booming you guys got to get in there because it's just booming with michigan fans there's photos there's good information we've got players on there we got players parents on there it's just get in on it it's great
0: yeah for sure and we broke a th- i mean it hasn't been that long and we've already broken a thousand uh uh members and everything that just happened recently so that was a uh, uh great to see happen but We'll end things off here Uh, to end all, be all. Michigan football is on its way. So with that, we'll finish off with Go Blue. Go Blue.